do 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 Hi. Hi, I'm Emily Liddell. And I'm Kyle Ketchdorian. And you're listening to another episode of The Accessible Stall. Emily, where has 2022 come and gone? Oh my god, you threw me for such a loop just now. I was waiting for you to be like, what are we going to talk about what today? Are we and then you were like, today, Emily? Where, where has time gone? And now I'm feeling like I've just gone into an existential tailspin. And I don't know if I have the emotional capacity to do this podcast right now. Great. Episode over. Support the show on Patreon. Patreon. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. See you next time. (laughs) Okay. But in all seriousness, though, I don't know where this year went. This was a hard year for me. I am really just trying to, you know, recover. It's a journey. We're all on a journey. I think I'm getting into the hippie vibes right now. Life is just a path that you take until you reach enlightenment. You're going to change your vibe to like cottage core. (laughs) You're going to live in the woods. You know what? I think cottage core is adorable. I I do. I do think it's adorable. I don't think I would ever do it. Like that's not my vibe. But I think it's cute if done well. Anyway. Hashtag we love we love cottagecore. What does any of this have to do with disability? Oh, well, well the okay. Aren't very accessible, so. That's true. I could not be Henry David Thoreau. That's Except true. for didn't that guy like get help from his mom who just like lived down I, the road? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> But like okay. probably that's what I mean, that's behind all the, those white guys. There's like a woman or like some marginalized person that's like the real. I never mediocre him. man is a woman holding him up. I didn't say <laughs> mediocre, but I also didn't not say it. Oh, we're so off track here. But you know what? Disabled people can talk about things that have nothing to do with disability. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. Anyway, want to talk about disability? Yeah, let's do that. It's really funny because before we started recording, Kyle was like, so what are we talking about today? And I was like, oh, disabled people. As if there's something different that we talk about. And the International Day of People with Disabilities or for or with, I like, I seriously don't even know the whole thing, um, was a couple days ago as we record this. It's the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. That's the current title of it. I don't know why we can't just say Day of Disabled People. That's my first question. Isn't it implied that it's international? It's not like we have a continent to ourselves. Well, but it's a United Nations thing. They started. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. No, that's true. Then they have to say that, even though they're the United Nations. Are you not aware of this Awareness Day and the history behind it? No, and I don't want to be. (laughs) 
Okay, well, anyway, let me enlighten you. So it was started in 1992 because the United Nations was like, wow, there's a lot of disabled people in the world. We should say something about that. Let's make a day out of it. And now every year since one year after you and I were born... On December 3rd, they honor disabled people, and then we all go back to not caring. Uh Uh-huh. It sounds like what the United Nations does. That makes me sound like such a cynical person. But look, I just don't think that we need awareness days to be aware of my existence. Also, please don't be aware of my existence. Please maybe... Just accept my existence. Awareness is creepy in that way, right? Like, I get why they say it. Like, if it's if it's like a a relatively unknown medical condition or like a you know a, a rare disability. Like, yeah, sometimes awareness you do need to be made aware. But like, in the context of you and me, it's like mm, I don't know. Just treat me normally, please. What is normally? Anyway, I wanted to reflect on the joy of being around disabled people. I mean... I was recently around a bunch of them. Yeah. So, look, I complained about Awareness Days, sure. But the reality is that I love going to events that have anything to do with disability. They make me so happy. I love being around disabled people. They're all like Christmas too. Like every (laughs) last one of them. You can go to 20 a year. Because I've seen it. Like she's not kidding. (laughs) Well, you used to be my date to all of them. And then you got it in your head to move to Seattle. I'm coming back. Is this public knowledge? Have we addressed uh, this? Well, I'm moving in two days, so... By the time He's by the time you hear this, I will not coast. be in Seattle. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm it so is. Excited. East Coast, Beast Coast. I say that all the time. <laughs> I, I look love just the because East coast. just because the West Coast has a better saying. Okay, I'm, it's not fair. Look, a good rhyme does not make you superior. I will say they do have the better ocean. The, the Pacific Ocean is prettier than the Atlantic Ocean. It I is. gotta tell you, I really don't care about bodies of water, so... That's you know? fair enough. But I, I'm just giving credit where it's due. I am such a Northeasterner, it's ridiculous. I could not imagine living anywhere else. You know what? Let's make this a fun episode where I talk about how much I don't like Seattle. What is the point of that entire city? There are so many hills. I feel like I couldn't go anywhere because I would literally die. I mean, I'm not. It's pretty. I like it, but you raise good points. Like, I'm not. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty than New York City. Okay. No. New York City is gorgeous. I'm just kidding. It's really not. (laughs) Can I tell you something? You can tell me anything. I was on a dating app and this guy was like, oh, what's your favorite place in New York City? And I was like, the High Line, because I love the High Line. 
even though that's the site of where you and I had like the world's biggest fight, but that's a story that was for so another funny. day. I'm, I'm, oh my God. <laughs> um, okay. But like, but- I love telling that story, so I don't regret anything, even though it makes me look like a shithead because I was, but like, it's no, just so funny. No, 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 no. Okay, so now bad. I'm going to derail this conversation. Wait, no. Let me finish the story that I was telling you. Okay. So I was like, yeah, the Highline. What's your favorite place in New York City? And he was like, Times Square, classic New York City. And I was like, that just Swipe means you've never been to New York City. I don't know what dating app you were on, but I assume that it's ubiquitous to say swipe left when you mean no on such things. Even if you don't on actually match, do that. Yeah. No, I was like, are you kidding me? That just means you've never been to New York City. There is no like, more nightmarish place than Times Square. Yeah, it's actually terrible. If you've never been, um, imagine a place where uh, it never gets dark. And every person who is standing there doesn't know where they're going because they're too busy looking up at all the lights. Times, like, two million. In a two-block radius. <laughs> it is literally a disabled person's nightmare. I hate being in Times Square because mm-hmm. I'm constantly, like, having to bob and weave and dodge human beings. And anyway, they're – okay. Anyway, yes, obviously, I unmatched with that person. But this is not talking about dating, in the accessible stall. This is talking about disability in the accessible stall. Can I just say, I thought you were going to say that they were going to, like, I didn't know where the conversation was going to go. And I thought you were going to tell me that they judged you because it is like a hippy dippy tourist attraction. And I was getting ready for you to like go on a tirade about how it's one of the most accessible parks in New York, actually, because not only does it have an elevator to get up to it, but it also has extremely flat surfaces. And I'm honestly disappointed (laughs) that that's not where this went. (laughs) Well, you know what? Now that you mention it, let's have that conversation. Well, it's one of the most successful parks in New York City, actually. <laughs> because not only is care. it now, <laughs> that's a, okay. One caveat: that's assuming that the elevator is working. There are multiple well, elevators, though. Yeah. Yes, but here's the thing about the High Line, okay? I don't care if it's cliche and touristy because it is absolutely one of the most accessible places to get around in New York City. Yeah, Plus, it is. I, it's my favorite part. The views are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love the views. And it's in a really good area of the city where there's plenty of good food if you, like, go back to street level. So yes. I just think it's really nice. I mean... I've also gone on a couple of questionable dates there, but that is not the point. If people want to come at me for being cliche, that's fine. But honestly, if you say Times Square, yeah. If you if you if you come at Emily about that, and then your favorite place in New York is Times Square, like we're just not going to listen to you. <laughs> You're just wrong. <laughs> just not. That's my take that I'm willing to get canceled. We are accepting of we are accepting of every opinion in the accessible soul to a degree, except for the one that Times Square is the best place in New York City. We're also no, no, we're not accepting of the fact that Trump was a good president. I didn't say I said within reason, Emily. 
You said, oh, I didn't hear that. I just heard you say we're accepting of every opinion. I was like, excuse you? No, 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 not every, not every, far from every. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. We've been at this for 12 minutes and have made no useful points. So um, want to talk about being around disabled people, like for real. I think that a really nice way to wrap up this year of podcasting would just be to talk about community. And I want to acknowledge that it's really challenging to talk about that in some ways because not everyone feels safe to be in person in community because not every community is making it safe for people to be in person. And so I just want to put that out there, that there's more than one way to be part of a community and that it doesn't necessarily being mean being with a person in person. It can also be virtual, but there's just something really beautiful about being around other disabled people. And I think we should talk about it. I just want to say that's I, I, I really want to talk about Twitter when you say that, but we're not going to do that. I just want you to look at my face and I just want you to know that I really want to talk about how important Twitter is to people with disabilities, especially those for whom going out in the, in the real world is a bit of a chore or maybe even dangerous. Hey, Kyle, it sounds like you just started talking about Twitter. Did you want to talk about Twitter? I just don't like where it's going and I'll leave it at that. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you my feelings about Twitter. I think it's a real bummer. I think that it has been an incredible source of community for me. And I realize we're like a day late, several days late, several dollars short on this conversation because it's already been going on for a while. But yeah, I don't want to lose my sense of online community. Yeah. I don't even use Twitter, but like I always find it to be a an interesting place to find where the the, the culture is on any given issue. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like no, like really, like yeah. I used to just ask you uh, about the uh, disability opinion du jour, but now I don't have to. Now I can get like hundreds of people's opinions screamed at me all at once. Like I think that's beautiful, kind of. But my opinion is clearly the most important one. To me, it is. I mean, yeah. I know I'm all over the place tonight, but speaking of disabled people on the internet, someone told me I'm an influencer today, but the good oh, no. kind. Oh, that's even worse. I mean, it's good. I, I get what it, it's good that they said that, but like the fact that they needed to clarify is ugh, no. You I can think take I want to cry. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> I'm you not said, an influencer. They could have called you anything, and they told me that. Okay, but do you know what I said? <laughs> so I was like, I hate influencers. Uh, you said, and they were like, uh, "Damn it, you, you no, missed it." Tell me. Okay, you you, you could have been like, you could have been like, "Oh well, use use code uh, Emily fifty for fifty percent off your first <laughs> month of Dollar Shave Club." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. I'm so disappointed now. Text E M I L Y to uh something for 25% off your first month of Audible. Get there a Helix mattress. You know Sign what's up a good book to listen to on Audible? Demystifying <laughs> Disability as read by the author. 
Did your book come out this year? Was it was it twenty twenty two? No, it was last year. Oh my year. god! Can you believe uh, okay. it? Well, no. Can you? <sighs> no. Has it felt like I... the past to you yet? No, it it just feels like how did that happen? I guess that was a thing that I did. Anyway. Oh, so this guy was like, yeah, you know, I said I hate influencers. And he was like, but you're an influencer. But you're the good kind. And I was like, no, I am an activist who has opinions on the internet. And sometimes they influence people. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair. I do appreciate the difference between those two things. Like, because even though technically that does make you one, that is not what people think when they say that word or think of that word. So I'm, I'm in your corner. That's you. You are correct for what Thank it's worth. Thank you. But I don't think that my defense really helped my cause. Yeah, not if you said that, like you had that sentence prepared, like you've said it before. It sure didn't, but... <laughs> Funny enough, I've never said that to anybody before, but I think it's just that people who really know me know that my vibe is so opposite of internet influencer (laughs) that I like don't think of myself like that. It's incredible. You know, it's really like, (laughs) for people that don't know you, they might not believe it, but like it's, and I mean, this is like a high compliment. Like it's just, it's great. You're like a whole normal person because you are amazing. Hashtag oh my god, out. you think I'm normal? Okay, that's not Aww. what I mean. No, I actually, I love it. I kind of love it. That's all I ever wanted to be, Kyle. Yeah, you're like you're, you're like a human that needs food and water and shelter. Like... <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, my heart says I want people to love me, but my brain says I'm weird and my body says feed me more bread. And I was like, that's wow, right. that's me. Yeah, I feel seen. 18 minutes in, can we talk about being around disabled people? I haven't made a useful point. Okay, well, I live with one, so let's... Oh, you do too. Oh my god. Oh, so we should have a lot Uh, to say. Yeah. Well, it's actually funny that you brought that up because I never thought about it like that. Yeah. You always have a disabled person around. I always carry one in my back pocket. <laughs> you probably could. She's very tiny. Yeah, she's small enough. I mean that with love yeah. if she's listening. Oh no, no. She she would be happy to hear you say that. Um but yeah, we are both always around another disabled person, which quite frankly I think is great. And I'm gonna owe my mother a couple of nickels, but it's really nice to just have somebody around who like gets it all the time. Mm-hmm. it's weird I've noticed and I'm pretty sure that we've said this before but in case we haven't it's weird how you and I and well Courtney not your mom she shares her disability but like the three of us have very different disabilities and yet if you're disabled at all you like get it on a level even if the ways that you're disabled are completely different from the person you're talking to yeah, but okay, can I clarify that? Because I think you have to be a s- disabled and also have a certain mindset in order to get it. Because, like, I've dated 
multiple people who have had different types of disabilities. And one of them, it was awesome. And the other one was like, wow, I hate everything about having a disability. And I'm going to blame the entire universe on it. Like, okay, that's, that is valid feeling. But it's one that it should be coped with <laughs> and helped through. Hey, that's, what a diplomatic way to say that. I mean, I, look, I've been, that was a phase. I never, like, hit rock bottom the way a lot of disabled people that, you know, that I've read personal essays about have. I, that's a privilege. But I can't say that I've always liked this. I still don't. But I've, sure, you know, that's not... I, I'm definitely a wet blanket in other ways. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you to like your disability. Like, I don't really know that I like my disability. I like that I am disabled and that I am part of a community and that it has brought me to really cool people. But I'm never like, hell yeah, being in a wheelchair is so baller all the time. Like, this is great. No. I'm going to get you a bumper sticker that says that. <laughs> I mean, or, uh, but it's such a hard balance because you don't want to, like, emit pity. Like, I don't want people to feel bad for me because I don't like my disability. Because that's not the point I'm okay. trying to convey. But do you feel the... um? Like the opposite, like if something unfortunate happens to you in public and then people don't feel bad for you, do you wish they did? Because like I would. <laughs> what? I don't know. Do you I mean don't like know. if like, you tripped and fell over something? Yeah, yeah. Or like if you dropped your food and it's and no one oh, stopped to be like, oh my no. God. Yeah. See, but here's the thing. Like if I drop something, I can't really pick it up. If I'm in my power oh, chair. Oh, so yeah, for you, for you, for you, it's like a situation. It's not even just feel well, bad. I just, just kind like of, I just sit there, you know, in a way, just looking like around. <laughs> yeah, until someone comes and picks up my crap for me. That's funny. Really, I need a magnet attached to everything. But yeah, back to being around disabled people. Yeah, it just makes me feel good, um, in a way that it didn't used to. I feel like at this point, I must have said this at some point on the podcast, but it used to be like, if you were like, yeah, I forgot you were in a wheelchair, I'd be like, cool, thanks. But now I'm like, are you kidding me? How I forgot that I was disabled? You, Ew. Can you see it? Like, Not if the person is blind. Yeah, okay, but even they wouldn't forget. Don't be ableist. No, I'm, not, I'm saying it's, look, hey, I got the card, okay? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry I'm a little energy today, by the way. I'm kind of tired because I, I am moving in two days. I'm low energy because I woke up really early, sat in an all-day meeting, and tomorrow I'm waking up at 5 a.m. so that I can fly to Oregon. Don't you wish you were hanging out with other disabled people? Oh, wait, are you? Is that what's in Oregon? Is there other disabled people? Uh, I'm going to be talking about disability. I would assume... That's not the same. Okay, but statistically speaking, if one in four adults has a disability, then yeah, I'm probably going to be hanging out with some disabled people. Yeah, that's true. 
So, like, show yourselves when Emily shows up to um, Undisclosed Place in Oregon. It's called Beaver. I still don't know how to pronounce that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oregon. Come on. Can't change the name. <laughs> you are such a child. Look, I. if a man tells you that there aren't certain words and phrases that refer to certain parts of your body that still doesn't make him laugh as an adult, he is lying to you, okay? I at least can admit that about myself. <laughs> my mother just texted me because she can hear my half of the recording to say that this episode is boring and pointless. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to go on anyway, Emily's mom. <laughs> No, yeah, okay, it real. is going to go out anyway. As is as is on brand for us, we're going to make a point like 25 minutes into the episode and say... Do you have a point to make? Because I'm not sure I do. Just that community is like very important. And I, I've wow, been profound. sort of realizing that... Well, no. I mean, it's something that we kind of allude to every time. But like, it's just something that I've really gotten to know more. Because in these past couple weeks where I'm just... Where, where you know... My partner and I are both scrambling to do this life-changing thing um, that you don't realize how much support you need, and you also don't realize how much support you have either, or at least we didn't, and it was profound. And it just so happens that a lot of our friend group are people with disabilities, and, you know, I've never thought that we couldn't count on them, and neither did she, but it's nice to know that, like, oh, yeah, they do come through, and it's just nice. And I know that you can apply that to, like, any friend group at all. But, you know, when you're all in the same boat, it kind of, for me at least, it feels a little different in a good way. So, yeah. It's nice. I like that so much. Thank that you. was so beautiful. Here I am just spewing complete nonsense. And you made such a lovely point. Can I tell you a silly detail about my move? That Of course. Um... So we had to sell our fish tank. Okay. Oh. And uh, I did yeah, like well, we, that fish tank. We, we gave it away. Uh, we gave the fish away to to the store, and we gave the shrimp away to a mutual friend. Um, but the tank, I was so worried that it was going to go to like not fish people who don't know what they're doing, because did you know that fish are the most uh, unintentionally abused pet? Because people just don't know how to take care of them. And, like, Courtney was like, oh, my God, like, shut up. Like, it's going to go to, it's going to go to. Like, it's just going to, you just have to let that go. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But, like, wouldn't it be cool if these people, like, no. I was, I was just a mess. Anyway, turns out they were fish people. And they were willing to drive, like, for 45 minutes at night during a winter storm to, like, come get my fish tank. And I was so happy. <laughs> That's my story. I think the moral of this story is find your people. Yes. No, it really, that, that's sort of why I told it. Because the amount of relief that I felt when I realized, like, okay, yeah, this is going in good hands, even though all it is is a glass box, was, like, really, it was nice. Find your fish people. Find your disabled people. Okay, now I'm going to make a real point half an hour into the episode. But we got a really lovely message um, from someone who said that they were listening to our podcast and 
they were actually listening alongside their son. And it led to a conversation about disability and identity. And I realized that why I value my community so much is because I have these conversations on a pretty consistent basis. I know that I always have people in my life who I can turn to, to talk about language, to talk about the ableist thing that someone said to me, to talk about my frustrations. And it occurs to me, not everybody has that. And so my hope is that our podcast provides that outlet for people who may not have other disabled people in their life who can be a sounding board who they can relate to. And maybe it'll spark something in you. Maybe it'll be a conversation starter, you know? So that to me is what I love so much about community, but also hoping that this podcast kind of gives people that feeling of community if they don't have it immediately available to them. So I think that was the point that I wanted to make a half an hour ago. It's definitely beautiful though, because when we started this podcast way back when um, Obama was president, um, Those were it, good at days. least for me, at least for me, it was like a place to like vent my frustration at the current disability issue du jour. Um, and it still is that, but like it has also more importantly morphed into like, like you said, like someone can hear us and and think like they know, or at least I can rely on them. And like every once in a while we'll get a message like that. And it's just, it's like, yes, it re I don't know about you, but it like, for me, it's like, this is why we do this. This like reignites my passion to do it. Not that I've ever lost it, but like when I get reminded of it, it's like, hell yeah. Yeah. And honestly, fired up, ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. Ready to go. (laughs) Oh, I miss that man. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So maybe my mom thinks that this is pointless. She doesn't. She listens to every episode. But thank you. I think (laughs) more to the point is even if we are just kind of shooting the breeze, I hope we're keeping people company. That's what's important to me because. When I'm just by myself, like, puttering around my room or whatever, I'm sometimes looking for company. And I just want to hear people having a conversation that I feel like I can relate to, you know. Or maybe I just want to take my mind off something. Or maybe I just want to, like, get fired up about something and have somebody else be fired up about it with me. And so, you know... In all the years that we've been doing this podcast, I feel like that's been the most rewarding part is when we hear from people who are like, wow, you make me feel like I'm part of a community. You make me feel like someone gets what I'm saying. And that's really incredible. And maybe that's cheesy, but it's true. That is absolutely true. I don't have a segue for what I want to tell you. But I do have a funny accessibility moment that I want to share with you. Oh my gosh. Do we do we ever need a segue into a moment about accessibility? I will say Before you, you and share I are it, pretty good at segues. Yes. I was just gonna say sometimes people call us the accessibility stall. 
And we are definitely not the accessibility stall. We are the accessible stall. Thank you. Anyway, what's your Love accessibility you. moment? Um, we were playing a card game last night with some friends. And this particular card game uh, was one wherein you hid your cards, but you displayed every other resource you had so that everyone could keep track of certain things. Was it and like Settlers of Catan or something? Mixed with bull****. Um, kinda, a little bit. Mixed with a risk, okay. kinda, a little bit. It's, it's, you, you'd, you'd actually really like it. I'll tell you all about it later. Um, anyway, one of the key, uh, mechanics of this game is that you lie. Because, you know, you might be found out if you don't. And there was, not only was Courtney there, but she had a friend there who has a vision disability. I don't know how similar they are, but the point is, um, not only did we have to, you know, we... You could normally you would look around the table and you'd see like oh so and so has this many things and so and so had this many things, um, but we all took turns announcing how many coins we had because there was not one but two people with vision disabilities at the table, which is fun. The reason I'm saying this was it created this like really fun little thought experiment that we obviously didn't do, uh, wherein you would lie about how much resources you had, and ultimately we didn't do that because. That's really unfair to only two people and not just to everybody. But we, it, we, you know, it was in the spirit of the game. And we had like, we were thinking that. And I was like, no, that's actually like super screwed up. We shouldn't do that. But like, it came up and it was fun. It just, it just goes to show you like, the reason I bring this up is like, because like, disability like impacts your life. And sometimes it's, you know, how you live in your body. And other times it's how you play a card game. It's like everywhere all the time. And sometimes it's really annoying. But other times it's like kind of cool. I don't know. Getting off my soapbox now. Nah, that was actually interesting because I kind of think about that in terms of being a really good example of like equity and yeah, it's fair play exactly. Fair for everyone. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. I appreciate that. I'm trying to think of a wheelchair-related equivalent because that's my experience, but it's not immediately coming to me. I mean, I guess if I was playing some kind of game that required a lot of physicality, you know? Yes. I resent that you call that that people in in like game in in gaming vernacular, what you're describing is called a handicap. I don't like oh, that, yeah. and not just yeah. because I, I don't know, I mean, like, I have a problem with the word, I mean, you know, but I also just don't like that anyway, because it's not an unfair advantage, it's not an advantage, it's just, here's how you make this game accessible to this person. Yeah. Sorry. Right, I, like accommodations, no, box. no, accommodations are not unfair advantages. Yes, exactly. I gotta tell you that I would love to just continue to talk about everything and nothing. However, I have the world's earliest wake up tomorrow. So I think we should do our official 2022 wrap up and takeaways. What is your takeaway for all of 2022? It was definitely a year that happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to 2023 because it's like the next chapter in my life and in, in our life because because we're moving to an undisclosed East Coast city. And, um, you know, I've honestly not been really looking forward to it. But now that it's 48 hours away, I think I can finally start getting excited. But yeah, I'm really, you can't tell. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes, I will be closer no, I, Well, I can tell because I'm looking at like, your face. Everybody that we know and love. And it's just going to be great, honestly. My takeaway for 2022 is that I don't ever want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, like, it was worth it in the end, but it was rough. Real yeah, this this was a year. But made it, made it through, you know, 31, flirty and thriving. That rhymes. 31, flirty one and thriving <laughs> one. Functioning. There you go. Yeah. Um, look, we know that we were both kind of just like, whatever. For this episode, but it's been a long year, so I think our energy kind of matches the mood, huh? Yeah. Besides, we're prepping for the holiday season, and uh, next year, we will be back and in style. Just kidding. We'll probably wear the same clothes, but you don't know that because you've never seen us. I'm wearing a t-shirt from, you know, effing birds? It's got, it's like just pictures of birds with obnoxious curse words and sayings on them. So I have, can it's you, a peacock. Can you send me a link to yeah, their the peacock, whole catalog? And it says, I'm f-ing magnificent. That's so, like, I want Have I never one. told you about this in all of our years of friendship? No. Oh you had this. I feel like, I feel like I've been lied to, kind of, not really. I'm so sorry. Please no, it's okay. Me. I'm, I'm, I'm. You, you. I didn't. You don't have to be forgiven. I was never upset. You're. I'm enlightened. Everybody, go check out Evan Birds, or don't if you don't Sweet. like profanity. But look, in all seriousness, I am so grateful that so many people continue to listen to us and stick it out with our little old podcast that we just started because we wanted to argue on the internet. And I do hope that we help you feel less alone. Even when we are being completely pointless for 40 minutes. Look inside yourself and ask yourself if you've ever done that. And you'll find that the answer is yes. And, uh... All right, like, Aristotle, Plato, Confucius over here. Jeez. Okay. Okay. I was uh, trying to do an Avatar The Last Airbender reference, but it fell through, and now I just sounded like a pretentious douche, and I apologize. <laughs> we, I, but I also have never watched that show, so I wouldn't have gotten the reference. Yeah, I realized that halfway through. That's what I'm saying. It like totally, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, but I'm, t- I'm, I'm saying it. It's too late. It wasn't even the right quote like, either. I just That was a total failure. <laughs> Whatever. It was beautiful anyway. Pretentious and beautiful. Um, if you've ever seen, so, yes. if you've ever seen Avatar, it's the quote where Iroh asks Zuko to look inside himself and ask himself the big questions. <laughs> and you'll you'll notice that what I said sounded nothing like that. 
<laughs> oh man. Okay. We'll be back in 2023, maybe with a little bit more energy. Uh, but we are truly and a lot more regularity. By the way, we will be back with a lot more regularity because we will be in the same time zone, and it will not be a freaking slog to record anymore. <gasps> I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll still both be hella busy for sure, but like, we will. There's no way that we won't do it. So. Love this for us. So yes. yeah. I hope that all of you have a lovely holiday season if you are celebrating. I hope that you have a festive new year if you are celebrating. I hope that you are healthy and safe and well. And I hope that you know that you are important to us. You are important to us. And may we say... You look fabulous today in... In your I'm magnificent shirt, which I know all of our listeners are also wearing in my head. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Do you just imagine like a pack of Emily's? Because that's too much. You know, like the you know, like the real slim shady video where he like gets yep. all the well, other the real M&Ms slim shady. Please not... stand up. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Which is can we talk about that line real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But suffice to say, Emily Ladau could never be the real Slim Shady. And that's the only reason why. No other reason at all. Because I can't stand up. That's right. Sorry, I ruined the joke because I explained the joke. That See, but like to me, that makes it funnier. I know that ruins it for like everybody, but like I... Courtney and I have this thing where like we will tell each other obvious jokes and then the joke isn't done until the other one asks if we'd like to like overly explain it and then they say yes and then we do that and then it's like I but it does, it's not just a her and I thing like for me anyone who does that is funny but I'm the only one who thinks that's funny. <laughs> I was with a friend of mine uh, showing them my dating profile and there's a picture of me and I'm looking up at the camera and my friend took it from, (laughs) we were on a playground and she took it from like higher up on the playground and I was on the Mm -hmm. ground. And so you're able to pick like a little caption for your photos. And so I picked how my friends see me. It's funny. (laughs) So my other friend was looking at it. Well, so my other friend was looking at it and they were like laughing at it. And I was like, yeah, it's funny because like people are always looking down at me. And they were like, yeah, I get it. That's why I was laughing. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) No, no, they were, they were totally chill. We were, we were just cracking up about it. Um, But... (laughs) And then we proceeded to talk about how we like to over-explain jokes. But anyway, yeah, I think I'm freaking funny. You are funny. Emily is funny. Anyway, if you don't dis- if you don't agree with, look, I know humor is a matter of taste. Okay, it is. But Emily's very funny, and I will die on the hill. Kyle, actually, will you no, leave I won't, because I will win that battle. <laughs> will you leave me a good review on, I don't know, Yelp for dating? Hmm. Yes. Sorry, you just saw my face go through a bunch of emotions. Um, I was going to say, 
oh, I wish that place existed. And then I was like, oh, no, because then I'd be on it. <laughs> and, and everyone was like, oh, wait, we want to start reviews. And then I'm like, wait, I don't, I don't need to date anyone anymore. And that's why I got happy again. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fine, man. Um, <laughs> well, there's actually a prompt on a couple of the apps that I'm on that's like, here's what my friend would say about me or like a review from a friend. So. Oh, Okay, but, like, how do we know that those people didn't write that themselves? Like, I sure imagine did. you were truthful and you gave them, gave a friend your phone or at least asked them to write a blurb. Oh, no, I don't I, have that on my profile because I haven't asked anybody to do uh, it. Um, <laughs> Kyle's, like, rubbing his hands together. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. We, we to describe this should, we, should we end this before people are like, oh, my God, please stop talking? Yes, support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash successful soul, just $1 a month, ensures that all current, future, and past episodes of the Accessible Soul remain what? Accessible! It took you long enough. Anyway, yes, please do that if you're uh, willing and able, but only if you're both. And, um, yeah, see you in 2023. Oh, and if you're still here... Might I recommend the podcast, Escape This Podcast, an audio escape room podcast where they do just that. And if that's not cool enough, you, they have image images that you can play at home. And if you're too lazy to click on them in the show notes, guess what they do? They describe them for you. And they have really cool guests like Neil Patrick Harris. Just come on that show. And I, I, it's a very popular podcast. So I'm probably like late to the party, but I love it. Not as late as I am because that was the first time I learned about it just now live. Anyway, you really do look fabulous today. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. Good night. See you next time.